are the Coin Boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right, it's Andy, aka producer, by the way. And sitting right across from me is Danny Goots. What's, What's up, man? What's up? What's up? I missed you. I know, I missed you too. Even and I missed. We, even though we've seen each other. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, we hung out, we saw Pacific Rim. Uh, together, actually, yes. we, could, we could say at the top here. And why we saw Pacific Rim? Because we truly believe it is in the Oscar contention yes, for next it's year. Next year, it's going to blow everyone out of the water. Yeah. It was great. No, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't your like greatest active yeah. movie, but it was entertaining. And that's not why you go see one of those movies, guys. Yeah. But entertaining nonetheless. But we are here because, of course, as you can see, it's a new coin of the show episode. It's coin of the show Monero. We all know Monero is a coin that's been around for a long time. It, uh, it's, it's been uh, on the top 10 uh, of the coin market cap. For, for quite some time for for a long time and and everyone knows that it's it's an older coin and we we're going to dig into that a little later yes but uh at the top uh i wanted to mention uh and shout out captain crypto from soundcloud for commenting on uh and giving us some feedback we really appreciate it that's that's something i wanted to mention is that anyone that's a fan of the show or maybe you hate listening to us but you listen to us anyways for some reason any any way you know, just go on our iTunes, you know, give us some stars, uh, give us some reviews on SoundCloud, uh, give us some comments. Uh, it really helps out. We also have a phone number. Yes. Uh, we have a phone number that we actually had for a while. Uh, we might have mentioned like once, but now we're, we're going to start mentioning it more. If you call in, you have something to say to us, we could play it on the show. Uh, that's 424-372-7437. Again, that's 424-372-7437. We actually... Got a call, right? Yes, we did. Uh, you want to throw that up there, uh, uh, Daniel? What's up, Coin Boys? Just want to say I love the show, and I've been like listening ever since episode one. And guys, you guys have like made my day in terms of like my drive <laughs> home and my drive to work. Sometimes I'll listen to your episodes like two or three times a day because you don't have a lot yet. But dude, I'm gonna be listening like all the time. I'm like gonna be your biggest listener, and I'm gonna call like all the time. <laughs> I, I believe him. These messages, I believe just him. like this, in like a really long fashion, so that way you guys have to kind of deal with it. All right, guys, pro, pro chill and pro chill, pro chill and ski patrol is what Google Translate said it was pro chill and ski uh ski patrol so as you can see uh thanks to our fan that uh that shouted us yeah. out there he sounded yeah, I, like i don't know if you heard the laughter in the background that was me laughing because i was mr nick dossman yes your lovely roommate yes and, uh, my, and my very 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 yes friend. we were just showing you a test uh that you yeah. could call in leave we, voice messages and we could play them on the show yeah we didn't know if we could do that so now that we know that we can yes yeah, we're so we do that more often. so we you know we're we're trying to show that not only you know a lot of people give us a lot of praise for just the sound quality, but we want to step it up and do some things live, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna surprise you guys with some stuff. Uh, but you know what? Right now, Daniel, we're yes, gonna go sir. right into block news. And to start with block news, we're gonna go right into. What was really cool for HBO and the John Oliver show is that episode where he covered cryptocurrency. Uh, do you want to talk a little yeah. bit about that? No, I'm a huge John Oliver fan. Very huge. Right. So, and normally he kind of skewers things, like brings it down. So I was really scared when he started talking about cryptocurrency. I'm like, oh, man, what did he discover that I didn't know? Because his research is on friggin' point. Yeah. Um, and it, the good thing is he, he didn't. He didn't praise it, but he didn't put it down. He said just he his more his biggest concern was people who were 
selling their homes to buy this stuff or, or getting into shit coins or anything like that. But he kind of summed it up pretty well with this one quick sentence. Everything you don't understand about money combined with everything you don't understand about computers. That's exactly what I feel <laughs> Bitcoin is. Yeah. Uh, as we and, and all altcoins, as we discover what's going on over here. Yeah, uh, I thought it was really cool. Um, I like John Oliver anyway. Uh, I think that honestly, if he didn't take the HBO job, he would be the lead on Daily Show probably instead of uh, Trevor Noah. I that's uh, my opinion. Yeah. He, that was what they said, but he took the job with HBO. That there was rumors that they offered him to be a Daily Show guy. Really? Yeah. But well, then, yeah, absolutely. I but mean, Colbert went on. I mean, Colbert had hosted for like two weeks while the, John was gone too. The reason that it was good is because, you know, John Oliver does these long form comedy section, you know, segments where he focuses on one subject and does a long form show about it. Yeah. And, and what know. I really loved the one message that he said, because he was making fun of Hoddle. Yeah. Uh, and at the end, Keegan Michael Key comes out and says, be crayful. Hashtag crayful, <laughs> which is great. Which is great, and yeah. that's exactly what I feel people should do. Coming like we we try not to talk too much about price, although it's kind of fun to to talk about it. Uh, but we try not to. And uh, the, the specific reason is because we don't know where it's going to be. We don't know where it's going to go. We don't know anything. We're not we're not experts in terms of the the finance. But we do want to look into the technology, the new tech, and and what it can do, and why, and 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 how does it affect you in your life eventually, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if you if you become a millionaire off of this, and congrats to you, because I have not, <laughs> and I'm nowhere near that right now. Yeah. Uh, so, um, just you know, we just wanted to mention that if you haven't seen it, uh, I think HBO has their YouTube channel, and you could watch every like you can watch uh, segments of uh, last week uh, with John Oliver, and I recommend checking it out. There's tons of these on on YouTube. You could watch a lot of yeah. it. He has a good one about Mike Pence's bunny. There right we go. Now, which is hysterical. Um, next up on block news is we're going to go into the G, uh, the G, what do you say? G20? Is that yeah, how you G20 say it? The G20 summit out in Argent Argentina. Argentina. Some positive <laughs> things I'm hearing. Like it wasn't negative. There was some good pro progression. Yeah, they really liked, uh, I mean, they didn't really put it down too much. They, this is yeah. a quote from, from the G20 summit. Okay. We acknowledge that the technic, the that technological innovation, including that underlying crypto assets, has the potential to improve the efficiency and inclusiveness of the financial system and the economy more broadly. Crypto assets do, however, raise issues with the respect to consume and investor protection, market integrity, tax evasion, money laundering, and terrorist financing. Uh, I'll go ahead and stop there. Basically, it says it's bad and it's good. Uh, we have to figure it out. Yeah. But they're not trying to attack it at this particular moment because they right. know it's good. Yeah. They don't want to take any. They're they want to see how they can utilize that good. Sure. For I their mean, own profits. <laughs> you know, I just want to mention off of this G20 thing is that I'm noticing more and more with with, with the FUD that's out there, but more and more these adopting you know like countries and cities saying coming out like all the way to kodak you know coming out and saying that they're gonna you know go with cryptocurrency they're gonna use blockchain technology there's a lot of that happening right now uh and i i'm just noticing it more like th this is telling me that right now I, I really believe that it's not gonna stop it's like a ball rolling down a hill, um, you know. Yeah, but I mean, even in the, in the if we'll go to the John Oliver situation. Yeah. He's he 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 kind of pointed at Google Glass. We all thought Google Glass but was going to be freaking okay. the next thing, 
and it wasn't. Who Not who saying, said that? Oh my God! Every, the, the news reports were all talking. But about But this has—that's a bad example. No, it's not. It's a perfect example. Let's go with Laserdisc. Let's go with HD DVD. Okay. Again, w- there's a lot of technology that goes to the wayside. Sure, sure. sure. And and even you know me myself, do I think Bitcoin is going to be the 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 end all be all? Uh, the more and more I learn about this, I don't think so. But it was the first, and you got to really it's respect granddaddy, that, right? And at that point, we got to re- respect that technology. But yeah. Is that the one we use in the future? All signs point to probably not. Yeah. To be honest. Anyway, positive stuff yes, regardless. Very good. Uh and I'm gonna go right off of that into uh something that I, I think is kinda interesting with Binance announcing that they're moving to Malta. Yes. Wh- where's that? Uh <laughs> Malta, uh why don't you sh- I will Google it right now because I have zero clue I where do Malta is. However, I'm really bad with geography. You're, you're very bad with geography. How dare you? How dare you not know where Malta is? Uh, but anyway, I do have something from one of the, the heads in their, in their political hierarchy. Uh, he says, we aim to be the global trailblazers in the regulation of blockchain-based business and the jurisdiction of quality and choice for world-class fintech companies. And then that was directly to thanking Binance. They, they, that was a Twitter tweet from a gentleman named joseph muscat that's a part of malta and he's welcoming binance they want to be a cryptocurrency island well yeah so they are an island off the bottom tip boot part of italy listen i think what binance is doing here now there's a lot of other little things you guys should know about binance actually said that they're also in malta going to have a fiat to cryptocurrency exchange built yeah but that doesn't necessarily they want to do u.s dollar to uh they want to do us dollar to um to crypto but that doesn't necessarily mean that we as as americans will have access to that right anytime soon so we hope to but we don't know uh but uh what i find uh interesting is that you know i was laughing i was like what if they announced that they're going to like you know binance goes to antarctica that would be <laughs> no one's gonna stop go us there? here well, that would be so great for, like they would really screw up with global warming because like all the computer yeah. mining systems would just go everybody would go to antarctica and heat up all the caps but you know mining in antarctica must be cheap yeah i don't know oh uh, maybe we solved <laughs> the issue by adding more global warming uh but uh i think it's you see, Binance is, uh, you know, they're trying to get away from some of the negative things happening in Asia. And uh, I think, look, they're going to a country that's open to having them, that wants them there. They want them uh, here, there. Here's the thing. I don't know enough about Malta to know if this is a good or a bad thing. I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, I don't know either. I mean, you hope for positive in situations like this, but you prepare for the negative. Yeah. So uh, off of that. We had, you know, we, we use Twitter, Daniel, Yes. you and I. We use yes. Twitter very often. There was an announcement, you know, we had Facebook, we had Google. People are announcing that they're not going to use cryptocurrency ads. And now Twitter says they aren't. But Jack Dorsey, who is the CEO of both Twitter and Square, don't forget Square is a purchasing yes. app that he owns. Uh, he says that Bitcoin will be the single currency of the internet in the near future. And this is a quote. This is the world ultimately will have a single currency. The internet will have a single currency. I personally believe that it will be Bitcoin. Dorsey said in a report published, uh, it will happen probably over the next 10 years, but it could go faster. And now here's a guy I was, you know, 
if you think about it, like, okay, so he owns Twitter, but don't forget he owns Square, which has rumors of turning Bitcoin into a, a you know, a, a very strong possibility of a useful utility for Square app. Uh, so we'll see. Don't forget, Square is used all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and now, if we can implement Bitcoin to Square, uh, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. So he's, it's, it's like he's coming out and saying, I believe in Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, that's, he believes, I mean, a lot of people believe in it. And, and so hopefully that does bode well for, for usage. We still have the issue of time and how fast those transactions actually go through, but, but it's going pretty well so far. We'll see. So I guess uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, don't forget that Square is implemented very much into the retail system in America, at least. Yeah. From coffee, from coffee shops to fast food restaurants. To uh, my favorite. What's your favorite? Food trucks. Oh, your favorite food. Yep, dude, dude you're correct. If I can play, if How? I can pay with Bitcoin food trucks, I would like be the happiest man alive. So let's put aside the fact that most of these companies are are getting rid of ads. They're doing it because there's a lot of fraud out there, guys. So if you really take a step back, the whole idea of blocking cryptocurrency ads is really just to protect us from scam ads. Like 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 a Steven Seagal Bitcoin with two eyes. Yeah. Or you know, stuff like that. Like No, I completely agree with this move um i wish they would do this move with other things not just crypto yeah that are that are that are just as bad but yeah if it's protecting them from all the shit coins out there which there are a ton of a ton of a ton that of. you have to really just any way to be careful is a good way yeah so just to round out uh block news our last topic is of course trump coming out and announcing that we in America, cannot purchase Petro, which is a thing, a topic on this show we've had many times yeah. so far. Yeah. Uh, he has blocked U.S. citizens from purchasing Petro, which I actually agree with. Yeah. First of all, let's not do anything. <laughs> like but that, that, but like, uh, you know how I feel about about how do you our feel? president. But uh, regardless, whoever yeah, would let's have, not would, go into that. Yeah, whoever it would me. have been, whoever yes. it would have been, if it was Obama, it would have been the same situation. You think so? Yeah, because I mean. America's not friends with, I mean, well, no, we're not. We're, <laughs> we're not, not friends with well, Venezuela, but uh, the, right. the people that we're not friends with is starting to change daily. But that's what I assumed, anyways. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's fine. But what I'm, what concerns me a little bit more is what they had passed as well, which is something called the Cloud Act. Yes, this tell me, tell happened. me about that. So, what this, what the Cloud Act allows is the Cloud Act allows foreign governments to buy our data, not necessarily buy our data, but to request our data from our government for whatever purposes that they deem necessary for yeah. whatever they're trying to do, mm -hmm. which is very scary. It's like, okay, well, if you're not going to even protect our identity, like, wh how do we opt out of that? We can't do that. But really what it's for is so that way they can keep track of financial overseas stuff that's happening, so money laundering and, and, all, and all those things. Um, how does this affect Bitcoin and, and, and any cryptocurrency? Well, now if if your crypto that you're that your anonymity for, with mm -hmm. that crypto is being relied on by that government, well, maybe now that you don't got such reliability anymore. Right. Why are you doing that stuff? Probably not great things. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I, I'm for and against anonymity at the same time. But today's coin of the show will kind of has kind of swayed me one direction. Yeah. Honest. And I guess we're going to go right into that. It's our favorite time of the show. Are the best time it's the coin of the show that's right this week 
it's of course Monero. And you know, as you see, we, we, we have uh, finally made it to this coin, which is something that Daniel and I actually chose. We do votes, of course, you guys know, and we do pick them ourselves. Uh, but um, it's one that we actually, uh, I don't know, I was kind of excited about this one in a lot of ways. I, I just wanted to, off the top, say that I used, you know, I, I have had position in Monero, and I won't go any further than that, but um, I was excited to dig into the history of this coin because it has history. Yeah. And it's older. Um, and you know how I like kind of like the lore of cryptocurrency. So I did a lot of research. So before we get into a lot of the history, Daniel's going to kind of give us a little just like surface idea of what is Monero. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to do this mainly because uh, this was the only one that I kept on hearing that was like, oh, it's anonymous. It's anonymous. You got to have anonym anonymity. And Monero is the only one that can provide it. And I'm like, well, doesn't Bitcoin provide anonymity? Right. And by learning about Monero, I learned a little bit more about Bitcoin's anonym anonymity in that it is anonymous to a point, but that point can be reached and it can be broken. And what one YouTuber had said uh, uh, that I was looking online, for, uh, unfortunately, I'm forgetting that YouTuber's name, but uh, what, what he had said was, look at the people in Silk Road. That's how they found them. They found That's right. It, they found it through the blockchain. Right. Uh, so really quickly, Monero is a fork a, a fourth generation fork from bitcoin and i don't know too much about bitcoin i'll go into a little bit more in the history side of okay. it okay but um it is a disinflationary coin a not deflationary but disinflationary so what that means is they have a set percentage of inflation that they're going to do with that coin but every so often that that amount goes down. How much? How much it will inflate will go down until it's practically nothing in terms of inflation. Um, they, the other, um, what they really want to focus on is that it is not as traceable as Bitcoin. Um, but this is the most complicated coin I have ever seen, out of everything I've ever. So why do you read. say that? Because even just to explain it, like it's not an easy thing to use okay monero that's my number one problem with it is in, if you want to even hold it in your wallet you have to know just a little bit of coding at some point they do have a newer wallet but even that's a little bit complicated and kind of buggy a lot of people keep it on exchanges and a lot of people keep their stuff on exchanges which doesn't really help you no um now the right now the amount of uh of coin that there are is 22 million coin um, 22 right. and a half million coin. Okay. But that will increase over time. Okay. Um, the, in terms of how much it's supposed to be valued at, what, what's the purpose? That's actually difficult to tell right. as well because it's so anonymous that they don't really know how much volume is being exchanged on a daily basis. Right. So when you're trying to price a coin for your own investment purposes, it's really difficult to do that. You kind of have to trust the exchanges to an extent. In regards to that. Um, so the reason why it's anonymous is because with Bitcoin, you can do you can backtrace the blockchain. So if you go to the end of where the money was spent and you go to that person or somehow know who that person is, um, you can go back to say, oh, well, who was this customer that bought this from you? Who was that? Who was that? And they can find something somewhere. So they can trace you. So, so what Bitcoin is only anonymous with is the specific name of the person 
that is buying this and the specific name of the company that's receiving okay. the Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it can tell you where and how much. With Monero, it can't tell you anything. And it starts off with how much. You don't know how much. You don't know who received how much or what or when or why. Only the receiver and the sender do. Yes. Only the receiver and the sender. Now, you get two kinds of keys with Monero. Yep. Uh, you have a spend key, which is one is public and one is private. And then you have a view key. One is public and one is private. Uh, the view key is kind of like, did you, when you were younger, did you ever get those uh, secret spy decoder glasses that yeah. were like red? Mm-hmm. And then you would see the blue writing sure. in there? It's essentially, that, that's what the view key allows you to do. Because when, when you send me Monero. Yep. It goes through so much anonymous, through such a huge anonymous process. Yep. Uh, one of those things being that you get a temporary address, and then that temporary address sends it to the proper address. Got it. And then it's gone. Just gone. So that's why it's difficult to back, to trace it back to the blockchain. In addition to that, within the blockchain, they have these rings that are inside each block. And okay. each ring contains about five or ten or however many um, different transactions together. So they don't know. So what you can't see, you can only see how much is being spent. What you can't see is who is spending it or who it came from. Right. And then it goes on to the other address, and then that's when it goes to your wallet. So it is a, you know, it's and, and it has been used illegally. Yes, yes. It has. It has absolutely been used illegally. Most anonymous things have been used illegally. But that's not what they're trying to make it for. No. Just saying. Now, what what somebody had did uh, did mention, and by the way, uh, there's a guy on, on uh, YouTube named Decipher Media. I'd like to shout out to him because his video is the one who, if you really, really want to get into the technicalities, and you got to understand, guys, it is a lot of technical stuff with Monero. It's very, if you want to use this coin, you need to really be, you really need to study. You really need to study because you, it seems like you can very easily lose it. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the uh, Decipher Media does a nice long analysis on, on what Monero is at some point. Um, the one big warning is that the wallet, if you use the, the better wallet, you have to know DOS. Do you know what DOS is? Of course I know what DOS yeah, is. I, I, I'm I tr- old. I attempted to know what DOS was. And I'm I, really old. It's awful. I used to have the launch games in DOS, DOS when I was a kid. Oh, my God. Yeah. You had a computer at that young? Yeah, dude. You're my so dad was very, like, like proactive in technology. Yeah. I didn't get that. My dad, okay, just side note, is that well, I remember being a little kid, and I was like, Dad, what are you doing? He's like, I'm sending money through my computer. Because back in the day, Citibank was one of the first dial-up banking online thing and he was using like just like an old pc to send money through his through online and i just remember being a kid being like dad what what do you do you know he, I was, he's like i'm online banking yeah. i was like uh okay <laughs> i didn't know what that meant but my, my dad was very proactive i have stories to tell later about a lot of technology stuff my dad got invested mm-hmm. in but mm-hmm. back to back to uh, Monero. Just so you know. <laughs> That's you a good time for it. Nice. <laughs> you, you, edu- you like <laughs> you that, right? Me, the more you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it has been a little But the reason why they're pushing for anonymity and why I am also now definitely on the side of anonymity. At first, I was like, well, if you're not doing anything illegal, then what's the, what's the problem? Well, let's take a look at Facebook. Yeah, tell me about it. They just sold your ass 
out. They sold everybody out. And not just Facebook, Equifax. I mean, the government who requires the, these credit checks or wants these credit checks thanks to the laws that Equifax themselves passed um, can't even keep your identity straight. No. So the whole point of having your own anim- anonymity is for you to allow someone to look into your stuff, look into right. your history. You have control over that. And there, there is a key that you can give people to look over your stuff that is possible. Okay. So, so it's not that it's a public key to let you view your wallet. Yeah, you can whatever. let you can. They they have something you can called see view, how much you have. viewing wallets or something along those lines. So, so if if you for whatever reason need to prove whatever transactions or whatever, you have that ability to show whoever needs to see that record right then mm-hmm. and there. Should you choose to do it, and, and uh, that's a great thing in my opinion. Monero is actually a very popular mining coin. A lot of people mine Monero. Yeah, I couldn't even XMR. By the way, yes, is, is it's XMR. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I, I've heard that mining it is not um, not as difficult as mining Bitcoin today. Right. Um, it is. It's not. I mean. Uh, so, it may be something worth looking into. I'm just really lost. It's uh, it's a very it. popular like mainstream co- all coin that people like to mine. And I guess now, I mean, I'm sure the uh, the circulating is getting higher and higher. So you obviously, the whole idea of mining is the more expensive it is, is because the closer it gets to its final supply, like say Bitcoin, the more and more expensive mining costs, the more harder it is to mine. If, if you have a low circulating coin, then you know that the coin's going to be less. Uh, it's it's not going to cost you as much to mine, and it's going to be easier to get as much more. Yeah, and right now Monero is really cheap to to send and and to yes. receive if you can figure out how to do it. Yes, uh, but yeah, uh, so so Monero was meant for like privacy. Yes, you know, like would you say that that's kind of like how Th- you and that's the it? whole and you you're going to talk about in the history. That's the mm-hmm. whole point. They wanted privacy. They wanted true anonymity mm-hmm. and as of right now they're achieving that and they're not the only ones but they're the most popular one that that we can think of right now so so just a quick little recap is you have it it is disinflationary so it will inflate but the the percentage that it inflates decreases over time and it is not as traceable as bitcoin right. it's very difficult it's like a blockchain within a blockchain within a mystery within a labyrinth it was it, seriously. I would really love to use this coin today if I could, but it's just so yeah tough that I'm just too afraid to lose it right now. Yeah. But what did you discover, sir? So, uh, what I discovered is something really interesting, and I will uh, definitely, if anyone is a big Monero fan and knows the history a little bit better than me, uh, keep in mind I did a lot of research. So please let me know so that on the next show I could correct myself. But I think I understand. Before we go. To what is Monero? Monero was it's it's more like what what brought us to Monero, and that is what's called Crypto Note, which is something I had no idea until I started investigating for the for the podcast and doing some detective work. Because you know that uh, for newcomers, if you haven't heard us before, we like to investigate into the people that are either developers with it or involved with it or board members. Uh, just it's it's like a part of the coin that you should invest yourselves into. You should figure out who are the people that are around this coin. So for instance, there's a lot of history. So what is CryptoNote first? Let, let's go into that. It's an application layer protocol that powers several decentralized privacy-oriented digital currencies like Monero. 
Uh, it aims to be an evolution of ideas behind Bitcoin. The main difference between Bitcoin and CryptoNote is that uh, basically it uses an opaque style of blockchain. So obviously the difference is privacy. It's way more private than, than Bitcoin's blockchain. Now, what you guys got to know is that there's like a history behind this. Just like Bitcoin, it was also created by someone named uh, Nicholas von Saberhagen. Uh, also wrote a white paper anonymously that had the white paper for CryptoNote. Uh, Saberhagen's true identity and location remains unknown. Some have claimed that he was uh, possibly Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah. Which, okay. which I don't believe, but there's two other... There's two other it's just as plausible, not going to lie. There's two other people that are possible to be the creators. There's a gentleman named Adam Back. Now, Adam Back, I just wanted to give you guys, just so you guys, like, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this guy. He's a British cryptographer, and he's the inventor of the Cryptographer? Hash, uh, I'm sorry. Or is that crypt, different? Sorry. It, it might be cryptographer. Yeah, right? it is. I'm okay, sorry. Making sure. No, it's okay. British cryptographer. Uh, he invented Hashcash. Uh, it's a proof-of-work system used by several anti-spam systems. Uh, and then there was another guy that they think might have been the creator of CryptoNode, and it's Nick Sabo. But you know who Nick Sabo is? He's the guy that coined the phrase smart contracts. Oh. And he, uh, he developed, uh, it was his idea to try to, so he's a scholar and also crypt cryptographer, uh, known for his research in digital contracts and digital currency. So these guys are really smart both of them yeah but that doesn't mean that they created monero but this is what i love about bitcoin is like the not like who created this there's there's also like wait that guy's satoshi nakamoto no he's not it's it's following the same ideas and they say it that they want to follow satoshi's ideas so at the same time here we are crypto uh was was founded on an anonymous you know basis like no like decentralized yes right right daniel yes we're hoping <laughs> we're hoping well, the, the thing is the, the but hold is, on yeah it goes deeper i'm going deeper there was a there was something called the stanford bitcoin group which is also a group of people that were early developers that created a site before CryptoNote came out called cryptonote.org and uh there they were the early developers of what we know became CryptoNote. so there's rumors that they were but they there's no proof that they really were the official creators um, of CryptoNote or Monero? Of cri CryptoNote. Okay, got it. Now, there's CryptoNote, right? Then what happened was they created their first cryptocurrency off of their blockchain technology, off of CryptoNote. And guess what that was? Monero. That was No, that was oh. Bitcoin. Oh, okay. Don't forget, we're getting to Monero. Wow. The history is long on this. Uh, don't forget. So now what is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is the first cryptocurrency based on the CryptoNote technology with an open source code designed for anonymous cash settlement. Uh, it, it protects users' privacy uh, with anonymous transactions. Uh, so that is what Bitcoin is, and it's pretty much what Monero kind of is. Uh, so let's go back. Let's push it back. Um can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the oh, things? Yeah, thank you, Homer. You just <laughs> that was really good, though. No, uh, no, I'm telling you, I'm giving it, you some. This thing, this thing is is. Hold on, we're not done. It's perfectly done. Continue. Ready? Continue. All right. So Monero. Now, what is Monero? Now you guys know what CryptoNote is, right? You, you're. This is founded on a, a crypto, a crypt, you know, a very similar blockchain like Bitcoin, right? 
So then Back Monero was originally launched by an anonymous person named thank you underscore for underscore today. Okay. So on Bitcoin, so Monero was originally launched by a Bitcoin talk forum user only known by thank you underscore for underscore today under the name Bit Monero, which is a compound of bit as in Bitcoin and Monero, which literally means Esperanto coin. Five days. Monero means Esperanto. A coin. Okay. Uh, uh, five days later, the currency supporters adopted for the name to be shortened to Monero. So, so we forked off. They decided that Bitcoin wasn't really what they they expected in a privacy coin. So a group got together and created Bit Monero. Okay. Okay. So let's let's so so what year was it? Take a guess that Bitcoin was launched. Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh my God. 2012? 2012. Okay. So that's a long time ago. By comparison, yeah. Yeah, by comparison, 2009 is when Bitcoin was first announced. So Three years later. Considering where we are today, where there's just coins like falling off the waterfall, like back then there wasn't a lot of new coins. Um, So Bitcoin was the first real implementation of CryptoNote, which became obviously... Here's the thing about crypto. uh, Bitcoin is that 80% of the coins were published right away. So there was kind of some shady practices. Yeah. That they, they didn't get it. So they were like, we will be, f- they're going to fork new coins. So it wasn't just Monero. They, they forked a bunch of coins. Yeah, there was, I know there was a big, huge thing of coins. Now here's where I, I want to talk a little bit deeper. So, so guys, here you go. We, we're off of, that's how it all started. First is CryptoNote, which is the blockchain technology, the protocol that this exists off of. Mm-hmm. This whole thing exists, exists off of. Very well made, it seems. It seems it's very interesting. But Bitcoin has its own its own things going on. But Monero is headed by right now seven developers, of which five have chosen to remain anonymous, while two are open to the public. David Latipi or Latipi, I think it's David Latipi, who I looked up on Google. I found one video of him, and the rest of the stuff was it was very developer based. So okay. I get it. He's probably a really big time developer, but just nothing about him really. Nothing about him. And then there's this weird guy. Not that he's weird, but he's the other creator. <laughs> His name is Ricardo Spogni, a.k.a. Okay. Flufferpony on Twitter. And the only you thing... You gotta I th- trust the Flufferpony, though. I d- no, no. I think... Th- I'm sorry. I think they might be very smart guys, but I found a Steemit post where he's like... You guys don't know me personally, but let me show you. And it's like him and his wife like on vacation. And like I'm like, I couldn't find like a good biography about him, but I found the Steemit post of him posting like him and his like That's cool. Family. You found a Steemit post though. Yeah. So, but I, I don't have much to add to it, but they're the ones that have helped a lot of the crowdfunding for it and stuff like that. But five of their other people, even on the website, they're they're anonymous. So what is, I don't know, I just wanted to, before we close out a lot of the coin of the show, first of all, what did you think of the uh, the history of Monero uh, or the quick history? Well, that, I mean, it's gotten, it's gone through a lot, yes. which shows it's kind of stood the test of its time because it's gone through several different iterations. It's been, it's been, uh, hopefully I think it's been improved. Plus, plus <laughs> what's really interesting is that CryptoNote was created by an anonymous creator and then Monero on top of CryptoNote was created by an anonymous creator. Like, yeah, whole point of this whole thing we're in, people, is decentralization, right, right yes. Daniel? Which we argued about, which I now yes. understand a little bit, <laughs> a little bit clearer. And yes. this is exa- I'm glad you understand it because you got to... Great power comes great responsibility. Great That's power, true. my friend. All it's right? true. So here's... Um, 
I only have that's my only red flag. But then again, same thing with Bitcoin. Like I just we did don't like know. a lecture. Yeah, it was a huge lecture. <laughs> it was a lot. Of, Monero was crazy, filled with information. Yeah, uh, I was not. That's why I liked it. I was not. Um, I did not expecting it? that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I was really just surprised. Uh, but I, I don't know who is controlling what. But a lot of their stuff is very public. It's very open source. Everybody can kind of see it. So that's a huge that's a huge plus. Uh, puts a little bit um, a trust in there for me. But but we'll see what happens in the future with this coin. It's really really interesting. It's so cool. It it is very interesting. Uh, they're they're um they're I don't know. I I guess we'll see in the future. Uh, I don't know if I have much more to add to this. It was really just like cut and dry. Like here's yeah. here's who they are. Here's the, the path. The big warning. The big warning is you, if you want to even attempt to own this coin or keep this coin or anything like that, you really uh, take your time on this one um, because you can mess up very, very easily. I would say the learning curve on this one is a bit higher than others because you are getting a high level of security, and you know, with yeah, with with all that, you're going to run into some technicality issues at first because this is a newer technology yeah and only certain people know how to use it right now it's true uh uh with that said uh do your research please uh, and keep in mind that daniel and i are just doing our research uh we recommend you diving into the reddit monero reddit read articles try to try to stick to things that make sense to read that are actually seem re realistic journalism not yeah. just tweets uh, look into these coins. We like to offer up these individual coin of the shows because it gives you guys a chance to kind of objectively put your brains to these coins. Like, hey, this is about Monero, so we're going to focus in on Monero, whether you own it or not. Uh, and I think it's good for you to learn. And I've have you? I think I've learned a lot of, on this coin of the show. I, what I really learned was just the whole thing about truly being anonymous, which is what we all want. Pseudo anonymous, right? So. The, uh, not, I mean, some people don't want it, some people do. It just depends. So, yeah, up to you, your choice. So, uh, moving on to our, you know, back end of the show, the comfy part of the show, the part of the show where we undo our neckties and we kind of loosen up is we, I, uh, both Daniel and I have gotten our BitPay credit cards. Yes. Uh, we wanted to give you a little review. I think, have I used it more than you? I have, have you not used mine at all. First off, I, I like these new credit cards with the flat numbers on it. I mean, I know uh, Daniel actually texted me. He's like, it's, does it look fake to you? <laughs> this thing looks weird. And I was like, they're just doing that now to save money, I think. And just like. Well, no, the, having a flat numbers just uh, increases you security. Even, because yeah, you, you can't, so you can't indent like, it. Indent it, yeah. So that's a huge thing. So so I know Daniel, uh, I guess, I don't know how I got the card before you. you know, I don't check my mail as often. Because oh. I have to, to get my mail is like a two-step process that got I don't it. always have access to. So I listened to Daniel and I opened a Bitcoin, a BitPay account because I wanted to test this out because I wanted a way of being able to purchase like little things with crypto. Yeah. I'm not talking about like a car or like a house or like anything crazy, just like a gas station, uh, going to 7-Eleven, uh, maybe buying The Last Jedi, uh, which I'll get into. Yeah. Um, I just want to say that I've been only using the app protocol so or utility. So I have a Bitcoin Cash wallet and I have a Bitcoin wallet, mm -hmm. right? So I use either Gemini or wherever I have, even my, my Ledger wallet, and I could send directly to the, the Bitcoin Cash wallet on the BitPay or the Bitcoin wallet. side of it, right? Yeah. Then I could keep those things in the wallet knowing that they will still fluctuate up and down 
in a, in a in a fashion where they're you know their the price will go up and down. Once you load it into the the big pay card you got to realize that you're converting it to fiat yes that it is no longer going to fluctuate it's so, going to be useful so the price that you cash out at is the price that you will have on that card is the amount you will have on that card but what what the utility within the app itself gives you the ability to say you know what i'll just keep it in here for a while i don't i'll put a little bit at a time if i need to uh now now one thing that that i know for sure guys is that this isn't anonymous. You're, you're, but why is it not anonymous? And I, I know I wanted it's to good. put in some two cents. Mm -hmm. Is that it's not anonymous because you're converting the crypto into real money with the card. But it's giving you a utility to do it. Now, just to give you guys an idea, I can tell you where I have had no problems with this card so far. Besides the fact I had to call their customer service. Which was weird because I did was not weird. have to do that. But I have now successfully purchased at, um, I bought The Last Jedi was the first thing. Uh, I know Daniel has used NEM and stuff. Yeah. I honestly think the first thing I've ever bought with like cryptocurrency in a lot of, in my, in my own way mm -hmm. is I think The Last Jedi. Okay. So I, through my Xbox, by the way, using the, the BitPay card, uh, I went to Starbucks, I went to 7-Eleven, and I think I also went to Ralph's, which is and, a supermarket. And you in. pulled out cash. And you? I also tested now... There is an extra fee. It's $2 to pull out cash using BitPay credit card, but you can do it. Yes. Now, if you go to an ATM that's $3 that charges you in person, that means it's $5 to pull money out. Got it. Now, that will cost money for you, but if it's an emergency, I don't recommend using it as an ATM card. Recommend just using it as like a put, get some gas. Yeah. Um, where, where I may find that useful is I'm going to go to Ireland in a little bit, so I want to possibly use this card as my outside of the country cards because i think it's cheaper to do it that way so this card does have a fee for pulling out cash in another country uh, and plus whatever fee that that has um or otherwise it's like a three percent um in in america there is no charge to use it like a credit card right right but outside of the country it's three percent for every time i swipe it and they do the conversion all that stuff. So you have to do your math. Yeah. On now and how you want to use it. I'm, I want to talk about the the app utility a little more. Okay. Here's why I also really like the app because each wallet you create can have its own uh, twenty word phrase. So when I create my Bitcoin wallet, I have a separate twenty word phrase for just that Bitcoin wallet. So if I need to recover it or God forbid something happens, same goes for Bitcoin. Okay. Now when I'm loading it. Obvi obviously, right now, Coinbase doesn't charge Bitcoin cash uh, fees. So you could technically get $20 from your Bitcoin cash and Coinbase and send it, to, uh, send it to the BitPay app for no fees. And I barely see any fees loading it up, um, using it every day. Yeah. Bitcoin, they do have a fee. It's kind of gone up and down. A little bit. Yeah, uh, I did get charged for the Bitcoin yeah. fee, but uh, I noticed, you know, obviously that's another thing about it is that they're saying that, you know, Bitcoin cash, like, you know, like kind of snuck there. Yeah. But look, I mean, what can I say? They're, they're we're not, uh, we're not going to, we, the other thing that I, that I want, wanted to get out there was, you know, being a fanboy of a certain coin is very, very dangerous because every coin is yeah. different, has a different purpose. So. Uh, and, and the technology is different. Now, what I 
dislike about Bitcoin Cash is the fact that they're trying to use the name Bitcoin itself. Yeah, and totally. it really just confuses they should just people. just change it. But again, the technology is good. What it what it does do. Um. Also, time being. Uh, sending from the app, receiving from the app, I have had no problems. I know there's been some like weird reviews. So yeah, far, no problems. So that's BitPay. Uh, we were a little weird because BitPay had some pretty gnarly reviews on people trying to send cash or keep cash. But so I also think? know that the biggest warning that I want to give is that to send to BitPay, you have to use a specific wallet, which uses the Bitcoin protocol. Wait, say that again? You have to use a wallet to get money into the into your card. You have to use a wallet that follows the Bitcoin protocol. Now, sure. you are using the BitPay wallet I am. to put money onto your Bitcoin card. Yes. So, they speak with each other just fine right um if i use another wallet the only wallet that i would use to do that right now that i know that works is electrum but uh supposedly other wallets are coming in that will be able to to in, uh, implement the bitcoin protocol so you have to be very careful which wallet you're sending it from because bitpay bitpay is very picky okay. on how their payment service works you're right uh that's as techy as i'm willing to get that's for, a, that's for that moment but um, that's all you're gonna but do. We just wanted to let you know, for for just one simple reason: the more you know, you feel better. The more you know. <laughs> but it's cool. I'm glad we get to use it. I mean, uh, are you gonna use it when you? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna use it very okay. very soon. Um, just waiting for prices <laughs> to be where I want them to be. Uh oh! I didn't have a question. Can yeah. you set a pin? How do you set? Like, do, do you set your pin on the app, or do you set the pin somewhere else? So they, when they mail you the card, the pin is there. I'm using that pin. I, I force myself luck. to remind, remember it, oh, man. because otherwise you have to call them to change it. Okay, I still have it. Thank goodness. I decided <laughs> not to. I thought I threw it away. <laughs> so I personally, for security reasons, decided not to change the pin they gave me, okay. because sure. I figured. It's only four numbers. I might as well force myself to remember it. So that's what I've done. Uh, yeah, but you have the option to change yes. it. What I do, it technically acts as a debit card, but I use credit mostly. And yeah. you have that option. Just use it as credit and it works like a great credit card. Yeah. Um, and I've only used it for everyday average things like gas and and you know movies stuff Which like that awesome i think it's a good i think i would what i want to kind of use it for is to do a test to see what is my monthly spending like where am i frivolously spending stuff yes uh and so i would put that amount of money on the card if i go over that amount it could it would be a good way to just kind of like set an allowance for myself if i go over that amount well i'm sol so i don't know maybe i'll use it that way for the time being but i do want to use it for that trip that'd be nice uh, that would be great. Um, so I wanted to, um, I don't know, close out the show. And uh, I don't know. I wanted we, to. We do have a few announcements. Uh, we do? You want to announce yeah. it? What do you want to announce? I want to say we have a website. Yes, we do. Oh, yes. Uh, the website is available at thecoinboys.com. Uh, we just put it up. It's, you know, we'll have the newest episode on the front page. There's a playlist section, about us section. Easier ways at the bottom, all of our social media. Yes, uh, we're just get to and and if you forget our phone number, you can it'll be right there. If you want to know what our email address is, it's yeah. all right there at thecoinboys.com. 
Yeah, um, and uh, if you just want like a way of getting to all of our social media and our episodes, uh, our SoundCloud is there. We, of course, have iTunes. Please rate yes. and review if you can. Uh, if you've already been listening to us and you just you haven't really thought about it, you know, we'd really appreciate it. Any love you guys can give. Uh, help us out a little bit as we kind of grow in the space. Yeah. We're going to start up a blog, put things on there with basic information like what is Bitcoin and how to open up a wallet and all that stuff. And we are going to start doing a secondary series. Uh, that a is long special. form. Uh, so, yes, we're going to be doing these special long form shows about single topics in cryptocurrency or that or you in should general. Know that, that relate in, that relate to cryptocurrency yeah uh and uh we might be calling it master coin theater uh we'll keep you posted but yeah. that's the that's the close idea let us know what you think <laughs> yeah uh we like the idea we we like the idea of also giving you guys more of a long form option we do the corner of the shows are great but we'd love to dig deeper into a lot of this space and do more i even would like to dig into a lot of theory and uh and just interesting like cryptocurrency stuff uh from uh wallets to exchanges to yeah. everything and that's the purpose of this secondary one so we can get into to something a bit deeper and i also have announcements that we have a uh a f some future interviews coming uh we have some things we're looking into to do for the yes. show but we also want to reach out to you in regards to this because we love people who do their own original content and uh we love people who do that plus love crypto so if you are out there and you do your own movies or you do your own music or you do anything we'd love to hear from you uh check out your stuff and, and maybe have you on the show just to say what's up yeah and we're also going to do some cross promoting with some other podcasts some other uh people that are in the crypto space so look out for that i'll keep you guys posted obviously we have twitter which is the coin boys podcast twitter uh we do a lot of activity uh, there's a lot of activity on there every time we post an episode there's always a clip uh so you can kind of see what it you know get a glimpse of the episode uh we also have instagram which we love which is the coin boys cast instagram mm -hmm. um which is fun we have our memes on there we have some clips on there uh actually there's a highlight for almost every episode available on there with a clip uh it's a fun place to be if you like memes and gifts and fun because daniel and i like to be fun yeah uh comment on there we actually get a lot of comments on instagram it's, it's pretty fun um i love it now we don't have um an announcement yet for the next coin of the show or what that will be but we do i do want to say right here daniel before we leave mm -hmm. that we we since we've gotten our legs under under us uh and we feel like we've kind of have a really good idea how we structure our show and what we're looking to do we we're going to redo our introductory Episode. episodes we're going to get rid of the first three uh the what is bitcoin the what is cryptocurrency and you know what to expect from the show we're going to combine it into literally the coin of the show, the introductory episode, Bitcoin. Yes. We've got to give Bitcoin a coin of the show. Yeah. We, we cannot. So we decided we're going to do a new intro to who we are. Uh, if you are new to the show, check it out. It kind of gives you like a backstory on how we got involved in crypto ourselves, who we are even, a little bit backstory on who we are. Uh, besides on the website, you can see in the About Me about us page <laughs> even though the about us page is kind of uh not ex exactly accurate it's but, just something but if you want to know a little bit more personal things about us we do mention on this new episode which is coming out i i, I do i don't want to i don't want to tell you guys right now this is monday i'm gonna it's gonna come out this week though and i'm gonna surprise yeah. you guys uh what do you think of that daniel i think that sounds great uh you could find my personal twitter is uh producer by the way 
Daniel. At D Gutierrez84. And remember, please rate and review. Remember, we are also not experts, but we do give our opinions on the space. Uh, so please do any investments, do your research, uh, be careful. Be very careful. And uh, remember, uh, you know, get your coins spayed or neutered. And uh, I'm yeah. Andy. I'm Danny. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.